0: Lords Health System, one of the region's leading health care providers, proudly
1: presents Lords Health Talk. Here's Melanie Cole. Coronary artery disease affects 15 million people in the United States and remains a leading cause of death worldwide despite decades of therapeutic advances. The absorbed device is a major advancement in the treatment of coronary artery disease. My guest today is Dr. Vijay Verma. He's an interventional cardiologist with Lord's Health System. Welcome to the show, Dr. Verma. Tell us what constitutes coronary artery disease.
0: Great. Thank you for having me. Coronary artery disease is a uh, process that occurs within the heart arteries. These are the arteries that supply the heart muscle. These arteries, over time, can get blocked, and it's a term that we describe as atherosclerosis or hardening of the arteries. The um, blockages in the heart arteries occur with cholesterol buildup, and they may become calcified and with... Um, throughout the entire um, artery, uh, but there may be focal areas that become uh, blocked uh, that, are, that are severe blockages and can cause uh, chest pain to occur.
1: So then, Dr. Verma, how has it typically been treated if somebody is diagnosed with atherosclerosis and you see that they have blockages in their arteries? This puts them at a high risk for a heart attack, yes? Yes.
0: So, yes, uh, uh, blockages in the arteries do cause heart attacks, but more commonly they also cause uh, angina or chest pain from the heart. So there are two different processes that go on. Over time, people may have lots of blockages, but if the blockages are severe, usually about 70% or more narrowed in the heart arteries, uh, that limits the amount of blood flow, especially at exercise. So those patients, uh, tend to have uh, chest pain uh, from these blockages, and that we term as angina. The heart attacks may occur from blockages that are severe or even moderate. And what happens in a heart attack is the uh, tip of the blockage ruptures, and they, uh, the body thinks of it as a cut inside of the artery, and it sends all of its clotting mechanisms there to help uh, uh, to, block, uh, to block off the, that area. Uh, and that creates suddenly a complete blockage of the artery, and that complete blockage of the artery uh, causes a heart attack. So there, uh, there are they do stem from the same type of blockages uh, in terms of these cholesterol plaque buildups, but the processes are, are somewhat different in terms of the um, uh, the angina as well uh, compared to a heart attack.
1: And based on the severity of the blockage, how has this typically been treated?
0: So it's typically been treated with medications initially. If you have angina, usually we try to treat with medications, uh, more of a conservative management uh, strategy. Uh, if the medications don't work, then we do treat with, uh, in the past, it was balloon angioplasty, and then came out. Uh, then uh, That was in the late 70s, early 80s, when balloon angioplasty came out. And then stents were invented around 1994, and they became commercially available. And so that was the mainstay of therapy until about 2003. In 2003, uh, the metal stents had drug coating on them uh, to help reduce the risk of reblockage. We call those drug-eluting stents. Those stents have been the mainstay of the, uh, therapy uh, for um, uh, uh, coronary intervention over the last uh, uh, several years. Until now, that bioresorbable uh, vascular scaffold was developed, this BVS as we call it. It's similar to a stent in that it's a scaffolding, but it is a way to treat the artery without leaving something behind long term.
1: So typically the stents and the metal stents you've been using stay in the patient for the rest of their lives?
0: Correct. Once a stent is embedded into the artery, it cannot come out.
1: So then tell us about this new vascular scaffold or the bioresorbable stent.
0: So it's an, it's an exciting new technology that... Um, has uh, been developed by Abbott uh, Labs for the last several years and now uh, we were part of clinical trials at our hospital. I was the principal investigator as well as multiple other sites throughout the country um, as well as the world and it's a, a novel approach of treating heart disease, treating these blockages with a, with a, uh, a stent-like structure. We call it a vascular scaffold. It uh, does what a stent does initially but over time, it can resorb within, within the walls of the blood vessel when you don't need a scaffold. You really only need a scaffold for the first 6 to 12 months. After that, the muscle, the tissue around the blockage um, can uh, uh, what we call remodel, and uh, you no longer need something to keep the artery propped open.
1: That's a great definition of it, very explanatory. Now, if this bioresorbable stent then does absorb into the system, can that area close back up again? What happens?
0: Well, there's always a risk of re-narrowing that can occur um, uh, with heart disease, with blockages can, can occur. Uh, the, uh, the one, adv- even with a, a stent that's there, uh, the normal stents that we have been putting in with the drug coating help reduce the risk of re-blockage, uh, specifically over that first uh 1 to 2 years when uh or 6 to 12 months and then subsequently 1 to 2 years when the there's a large amount of inflammation that creates the renarrowing usually the renarrowing that occurs in a stent is not a cholesterol plaque buildup it's actually smooth muscle cells it's actually tissue growth uh within that um, within that stent because of the inflammation that 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 that, that is that is created by putting a uh, metal stent in that's why the stents were coated with the, with this medication to help reduce the risk of renarrowing, and that same medication is now also put on the bioresorable stent on the bioresorable scaffold uh, in order to um, help reduce that risk of uh, renarrowing within the first six to twelve months when that inflammation is at its peak
1: and you mentioned that the musculature as it were of the artery then becomes strong enough to maintain its own Width, its own size. So Correct. how does that how does that occur?
0: So with the bioreserval scaffold over time it starts breaking down and it breaks down into carbon dioxide and water which are naturally occurring substances within your body. The muscles in that area um, have become used to that kind of um, that structure and so no longer do they require no longer are they exerting pressure to try to close the artery, we call that negative remodeling. That happens initially when a vessel is um, is propped open. Uh, over time, the uh, the bioresorable vascular scaffold is made out of a substance similar to the absorbable sutures that people uh, get, and um, that is uptaken into the body. And then the good thing is that, and this is something that's a potential, is that it may uh, it has the potential to restore that, the natural function. Uh, which makes it unique in the treatment of heart disease because, for example, when you exercise, your arteries normally dilate, and it's hard for your arteries to dilate if there's a metal stent in there. And and, uh, theoretically, the vessel will then move, flex, it'll pulsate, similar to um, uh, a natural vessel rather than a vessel that has a metal scaffolding
1: sitting in it. That's fascinating. And Dr. Verma, what do you tell patients about living with that bioresorbable stent and what you'd like them to know about lifestyle modifications after that stent's been in place?
0: Great. So the first thing I always tell patients whenever I place any type of stent in, that this is not a cure for your, uh, your disease. There is no cure for heart disease. Heart disease is treated. It's treated in a multi-pronged, multi-faceted approach. It's treated with lifestyle changes, exercise, eating correctly, it's treated with medications that you have to take, even if you take a bare metal stent, a drug-coated stent, or a bioresorbable stent. All of these stents require you to be on certain types of um, uh, antiplatelet or blood thinner medications for short or long term. So, and then they have to take other medications because the disease process is still continual throughout their body, throughout their heart. And that's why it's required to lower their cholesterol to as low as possible, blood pressure, Reducing other major risk factors such as smoking and obesity; uh, those are all important things in terms of treating um, heart disease. In terms of specifically for the bioresorbable vascular scaffold, the it's not for everybody uh, just yet. It's um, right now it's been studied in vessels that are at least com- uh, compared to the ar- various size arteries that can be in the heart. Uh, it's uh, for moderate or larger arteries. Um, uh, For very small arteries, it's very difficult to place this scaffolding, uh, especially if it's a segment of the artery that's very tortuous, lots of twists and turns to get down to. The delivery device is still bulkier because it is a first-generation device. So it is a little little bit harder to get down in certain uh, anatomical, uh, uh, in in certain uh, anatomy. But So therefore, it's not for every patient, every blockage. We make that decision when we do the catheterization. We'll see where the blockage is. And if it needs to be fixed, what, what is the best way to fix it? If we can use a bioresorbable stent, we tend to use that. If not, then we'll use the traditional drug coated stent.
1: Dr. Verma, in just the last few minutes, please give your best okay. advice for coronary artery disease and why patients should come to Lord's Health System for their care.
0: Well, um, Our Lady Lord's is unique. It's a hospital that has uh, a very large number of cardiologists. It provides... Uh, uh, cardiac services that are unparalleled within the philadelphia region there because it's been traditionally a very cardiac centric hospital the uh, services the uh, devices the doctors the nurses the staff are very used to the entire spectrum of of heart disease patients so for a patient looking at a hospital looking at a health system to come to for their heart disease uh, it almost is a no-brainer to come to Our Lady of Lords uh, if you live in this area.
1: Thank you so much for being with us today. It's great information. You're listening to Lord's Health Talk, and for more information, you can go to lordsnet.org. That's lordsnet.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.